Tonight, uh, our lesson focus tonight is going to be uh, a promise for losers. Amen. A promise. Amen. For losers. That's yeah, I said it. A promise <laughs> for losers. Um what one thing we try to uh teach the children, amen, about sports uh is that they're all winners. But you know, uh in professional sports, somebody wins and somebody loses. Most of the time, the people who win get the W and the person who loses get the L. Amen. <laughs> and so somebody has to win the championship and somebody has to lose. It, it, it's it's not being mean, and uh, it, it, it's not uh, trying to prove a point that one team is much better than another team, and and which we know that. But that's just the way the game is played. You have a winner, and you have a loser. But the thing that we teach the children, those of us. Um, who've worked with children, or even if we have raised children, we, we, we try to teach the children that when you're playing a game, uh, whether it's competitive or non-competitive, we, we try to teach them um, that it's not all about losing and winning. Yeah, that's what we try to teach them. We want them to know whether or not if you get the W, uh, did you have fun? Amen. Or 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 did you learn something? It, it, it's never really about losing and winning. Amen. When, when it comes to teaching children about, hey, Mr. Wonder Perkins, what's going on? Oh, man. God bless you tonight. It, it's never really about losing or winning when you're dealing with children because you want them all to have uh, a, a, a good at, uh, attitude toward the game so that someone um, will not feel bad and, and, and then not want to play the game anymore. But what I found out Amen. That even in that, some of the children already know that somebody lost <laughs> and somebody won. Amen. Uh, so, so I, I I read this scripture and it dawned on me that losing is not half bad. <laughs> Come on here. Losing ain't bad at all. If you look at the scripture, amen, that there is a promise for the losers. Oh, come on, talk to me. There is a promise for the losers. And Jesus said it in Matthew 19 and 29. Y'all read it. Can I read it with you again? Watch this. He says, 
and everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children feels because of my name will receive a hundred times more and will inherit eternal life. Jesus is saying it's, it's okay to be a loser. <laughs> now, don't, don't misunderstand what I'm trying to get you to understand. Now, I'm not calling you a loser. Listen to me. I'm not calling you a loser. In, in the idea of a loser, I'm simply saying that there are some things you just got to get away from. <laughs> there, there, there are some relationships worth losing. You ain't got to say nothing back to your boy tonight. Paul said it. He said, listen, I'm going to tell you this. He said, I have not apprehended it. He said, but the one thing I know how to do is get rid of the stuff that's in. I, I lose all the stuff in the past and I press forward. So sometimes you got to lose some stuff to gain some stuff. You ain't saying nothing back to me. Listen. It, Jesus said, and I'm, I'm not making it up. It's right there in the scripture. He said, if you lose these folks for my sake, you will get all of this stuff back a hundredfold. Look what he did with Job. Did not Job lose all he had for God's sake? And in the end, what happened? He got double for what he went through. Y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. I'm not making this up. Y'all know the story of Job. And then Jesus come right back <laughs> in Matthew 19 and 29 and say, if you lose this stuff for me, oh, I'm going to pay you back. See, watch this. See, this, this is a promise for losers. But a lot of people, even Christian folk, can't handle a man being governed. And they, most of the time, can't govern themselves. Watch this. What I mean by govern is simply put this way, to, to be disciplined in the things that we deem are important. Ah, uh, come on, talk back to me. Most of the time, we as humans have selfish motives, even when concerning the things of God. Come on here. We even believe that these church buildings belong to us. How do I know? Check it out. Because y'all ever heard somebody say, hey, we, we going over to, to such and such. You don't even say the name of the church. <laughs> oh, we going over to such and such. You don't say the name of the church at all. Because we've got in our mind that the church is the person and the person is the church and that ain't it. We have selfish ideas when it comes, many of us, can I say many of us? We, we have motives in our minds, amen, that does not entail losing. Many of us live to gain and gain and gain some more. 
but we can't govern ourselves that way because we don't want to give up anything. Y'all remember um, the, the, the rich young ruler, amen, who Jesus, he asked Jesus, man, how can I gain eternal life? And Jesus told him, he said, just give up all you got. And, and the Bible said that boy went away sorrowful. Come on, talk back to me. He wasn't, listen, you asking me how to get eternal life. But you're not willing to give up the stuff that you had to get it. See, we want a whole lot from Jesus. We won't get this, we won't that. But what are we willing to give up? What are you willing to be? Y'all remember that show called The Biggest Loser? Amen. In, in order to get something, in order to gain a healthy way of life, they had to lose something. Paul says, set aside every weight that easily besets you. So you got to lose some weight. So you'll be able to do what God is calling you to do. Hey, wife, there's a promise for losers. And Jesus said, if you lose anything, if you give up anything, if you leave anything, I'm going to give it back to you a hundredfold. The rich young ruler was governed by his material possession. And because he was governed by his material possession, he couldn't let it go. And because he couldn't let it go, the, Jesus said, it's harder for a rich person. It's easier for a camel to enter through an avenue than it is for a rich person to go to heaven. You know why? Because they can't let go of their stuff. Their stuff is their heaven. They, the Bible said, wherever your heart is, that's where your... <clears throat> treasure is and if your heart ain't in the right place you better believe your spirit and you may not end up in the right place <laughs> hey miss wells how are you tonight god bless you he told him he said i need you to give away everything get rid of it and that rich young ruler Went away sorrowful. You have to understand this. I ain't going to be long. You have to understand this, that your attitude is crucial right now in this moment. See, This is not your ideal setting for Christians to be in. Can we be real tonight? We, we have never been in this before. This, this is new to us, but it's not new to God. Because the Bible said, ain't nothing new under the sun. So whatever we think is new, it ain't new. We just haven't seen it. And this ain't nothing we ain't never heard. Yeah, I mean, it might be new that we hear it. This ain't nothing God ain't never heard before. He heard it all. He's seen it all. But many of us, are governed 
by the material possessions that we have. Now, don't get your boy wrong tonight. I want you to understand you worked hard to save your money, to buy your home, to buy your car, to put your children through college and to save up for rainy days. God bless you. Keep on doing it. Leave that inheritance for your children's children's children. That's what I'm aiming for too. But here's what God wants you to understand. The minute all of what you're doing takes the place of him, you're in the wrong spot. Come on here. You are in the wrong spot because you're not able to part ways with certain things, certain people. There are certain people in our lives. We can't, sometimes people don't say, man, I can't live without you. What you mean? <laughs> If you leave me, I'll I, I I don't know what I'll do. Come on. And the Lord said, now you can't part ways with folks. I'm talking about people like your mama, your close folks to you. If you can't live for me, who you going to live for? I was talking to my neighbor today. We were talking and um, we, we were mentioning something about not being able to hang around certain people. Now, watch this. Check this out. Now, before all of this happened, let's go back about five, ten years. Before this happened, about five, ten years ago, church fellowships were awesome. Listen, church fellowships were awesome. But now, watch this. And at that time, about 10 years ago, Matthew 19 and 29 was still there. Listen to me. Watch where I'm going somewhere with it. Matthew 19 and 29 was in 2019. It was there in 2018. It was there in 2017, 16, 15, 14, 13. About 10 years ago, this same scripture was there. But guess what we did? We we decided since everything was going well, we when 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 we needed to stay home and hang out with friends and family, that's what we did on Sunday morning. Because that's when many of us go to church on Sunday morning. But now, watch this. The same verse is in 2020. Now, in, instead of us voluntarily getting away from folks. Now we have to involuntarily be moved away from people. <laughs> now we really have to forsake. Mother, you ain't saying them back to me. The Bible comes to life tonight. You have to look at, look at what it's saying. That's why they're talking about social distancing. That's why they're talking about stay away. That's why they're talking about stay home. You have to now involuntarily do something Jesus has been asking us to do most of our lives. Look at it. I'm not making it up. It's right there. Since we couldn't do it, <laughs> somehow or another, we had to be made to do it. And then many of us are still not doing it. Because the numbers keep rising. Come on, talk to me. So we have to govern ourselves and not be so attached to things and people and be able to set it free. So your attitude 
is crucial. Now, I know you want to do what you want to do and live the way you want to live and go where you want to go without people trying to tell you something. But listen to me. When you govern yourself according to the laws that's in the land, you're also bringing glory to God. And so now that you're being lawful in the land, you're following God's laws because God says that you have to be submissive unto the authority that's over you. And because God said it and because you're doing it now, he can work in that. But he can't operate in it if you won't lose it. That's all he had. He said, I need you to lose that. If you need me to make a way for you, lose it. <laughs> if you need me to, to deliver you, lose it. If you need me to break you free, you got to lose it. And there are some people who don't want to lose it. We'd rather lose it the negative way than to lose it the positive way in order to gain all that God has for us. What's up, Miss Jackson? What's up? Let's tell you, white Lord, have mercy. God bless you tonight. Oh, man, God said it. A lot of my friends this way, I love you guys. Amen. Miss White used to work with her a lot of times. It was so much fun working with her in home of life. Amen. But listen, I need you to understand, you got to be able and willing to let go of some stuff. You got to. I was reading a story about this guy. I forgot what the guy's name was, but it was a story I was reading, and he said that he was um, holding a boat or something tilted over in the water. And he said that he was holding on to the boat. He was holding on to something. I don't know what it was, but he said he was holding on to it. And as long, oh, this is good. Thank you, Holy Ghost. As long as he was holding on to it, as the boat was sinking, he was too. <laughs> hey, Miss Donald Corn, I think, Corey, amen. As, as the boat was sinking, he was too. So he said, I had to make a choice. I would rather lose this or lose my life. And he said, so I decided to lose that. And listen, I want somebody to hear me tonight. Hear me tonight. Don't let what you can't let go kill you. Oh, come on. You ain't saying nothing back to your boy tonight. Don't let. What you think you can't let go kill you. Hear me. Before my mother would lose her peace in her home, we had to go first. <laughs> y'all ain't gonna talk to me tonight. I know don't y'all go off on Facebook on me. Don't y'all go off. Amen. Before my mother would lose her peace, those who was breaking her peace had to go. You ain't saying that. When you thought you can do anything, when you thought you can live in the way, when you think you can talk in the way, oh no, you got to go. Girl, because she lose her peace, she'll lose a tenant. <laughs> Y'all ain't talking to me tonight. So we, we have to be able to govern ourselves. And, and in, in, this, in, in many situations and instances, it all depends on your attitude toward the things and the people that are in your life. What are you willing to lose? I promise you, Jesus is saying, I got a promise for losers. There's a promise for losers. He says, so I need you to lose some stuff. 
But notice what he said. Can I, can I tell you, he talking about family folk. Come on here. Look at the scripture. In this scripture, man, oh man, my time almost up. In the scripture, what was the first thing he said? He said, houses. You got some people that work hard for their houses. They're not going to give their house up for nobody. They ain't let nobody come in to sleep in it. You ain't saying nobody to me. They ain't going to let nobody spend the night. Amen. <laughs> Listen, I was like that too, man. I was weary of all that stuff. But you know, I learned how to trust God. And even if anything bad happened in my house, I still got to know that God is going to make a way to make whatever is wrong right. And before he let me lose my peace, he going to get rid of some stuff because I'm willing to lose it for him. <clears throat> See, a lot of us are losing it for the wrong. A lot of us are losing it to show people who we are. But when you lose it for God, God will bring it back to you. He said, anyone who left houses or family members for me, I give it back. So what is Jesus saying? He said, watch this. Some people can't handle giving up some stuff. They can't handle it. Some people can't even handle giving up the church. Some people don't want to stop. Listen to me. And I'm not saying those who actually have a heart for God. Watch this. There are some people, can I say this? They used to use church, listen to me, watch this, as reasons not to be with their families. Y'all know I'm right about it. And y'all know some people that was like that. Whatever church thing was going on, it was there because they did not want to be home. And sometimes, watch this, I know y'all ain't gonna like this part. And sometimes there has to be some church affiliations you have to let go of. <laughs> because what, what many of us did, and that was one of them, what many of us did, we used church as a reason to be gone. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And I know it ain't in the scripture, but some of us use church uh, conventions and and conferences and and we used all of these things, especially when there was in other states. We went to these states, and y'all know y'all didn't act right. Come on, y'all! I ain't gotta say nothing to you, boy. I was one of them. We we would go to these conferences and listen here. The stuff that you would see us do in the city here, we did it over there because we know didn't nobody know us in them states. Y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. You ain't got to say that. That's fine. I'm good. I can do it all by myself. I talk. But then there came a time where all of that stuff was blocking God from doing great things in our lives. So we had to make a decision. I had to make a decision. Did, did I want to live behind God? Or did I want to live in God? And I figured it out that when I live in God, I'm more freer than I'm 
am when I'm living behind God. <laughs> so many people, many pastors, many people have used church as an anchor to not to keep them to God, but to keep them away from their families. Revivals, all that. Yeah, I'll take it. Go all out of town. Just do something you ain't got no business doing. You ain't got to say nothing back to your boy. That's fine. I lost friends before, and I don't mind losing them again. He said, whatever it is that you think you need to hold on to, you got to lose it. If you're going to lose it, then lose it for me. But sometimes we want to lose stuff part of the time. We want to let go some stuff some of the time because we like how some stuff feels. We like how some stuff make us look, amen, because now we, we have reputations, and so now we want to hold on to all of this stuff. But Jesus said, if you lose it, if you become a loser, I got a promise for you. If you lose it, not only will I give it back to your hundredfold, but you're going to also have eternal life. He give you a two for one. <laughs> Anybody ever got a two for one before? That's a good deal. You give me one dollar, I give you two bag of chips. You ain't saying nothing back to me. A two for one, that's what Jesus said. He said, I'm going to give you a two for one. And I need to tell somebody right now, you cannot beat God giving. Y'all know the song, no matter how hard you try, the more you give, the more he give back to you. Look what it says. It's right here. I'm going to give it back to you a hundredfold. Whatever you think you lost, you gave it up for me. And listen, I got to say this. I got to say this and I'm gone. My time is up. Jesus is only obligated to recompense those who lose what they think they can't lose for him. Read it. He said, if you do it for me, I'm going to give it back to you a hundredfold. See, a lot of us giving us stuff for other people, and they can't give you nothing but heartache and pain and drama. You losing all this stuff, and the only thing people can do is just give you more stuff to worry about. Come on, devil for your trouble. Come on, talk back to me tonight. See, we lose the stuff for the wrong people and for the wrong reason. We can I, I dare say this. <laughs> Many of us have lost their virginity to the wrong people. Oh, you ain't saying nothing back to me. Then you found out later he and she wasn't even worth it. <laughs> we lose jobs. We give up stuff for people who cannot recompense us for the stuff we lost for them. There have been people in relationships, you have lost years in these relationships. You have not gained nothing in those relationships, but you done gave up everything for the wrong person who can't recompense you nothing. 
And all they can say is that I want more. Y'all y'all know the game Pac-Man. All he do is eat pellets until he get ate up by a ghost. That's all he do. He ain't giving. He just eating it all. Just going around the board eating up pellets. And, and we got some spiritual Pac-Man in our lives. They coming around and they eating up everything you got. Ain't giving you nothing. They're not giving you no encouragement. They're not giving you no, no pets on the back. They're not giving you no money. They're not helping you with nothing. Every time they come around, they Pac-Manning it up. But Jesus ain't saying that. Jesus said, I don't want to be Pac-Man. Matter of fact, I want you to be the Pac-Man because you give us up for me, I'm going to give it a hundredfold. Whatever it is. He said, you, you gave your money. I'll give that back to you. You 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 doing missions for me and you ain't got time to hang out at the club? Come on. I'm gonna give you better friends than those at the club. You ain't saying nothing back to me. He said the, the, the church done turned their backs on you. Don't worry about it. I'ma send another church your way. Hey, Miss Brown. He said, don't worry about it. I'm saying some more people your way. Oh, oh, that connection don't want to have nothing to do with you. That's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm going to send you more connections than that one. Come on here. He says, whatever you give up for me, not for boo-boo, not for old girl, not for your mama, not for your daddy, not for your brother, not for your husband, not for your wife, not for your children. He said, whatever you lose from me, I got a promise for you. I'm going to give it back to you a hundredfold. And, but he's only obligated, can I read it to you? He's only obligated to recompense those who give it up for his name's sake. Come on here. He said it. I got to go. I'm getting 